with you for another dose of music medicine. Today we welcome a very special guest. Producer and DJ Mose will be dropping his tunes and some words of wisdom in a bit. We kicked off the show with Beneath the Skin by Dea Dover. Going into this, BSB's Stella Polaris remix of Hail Bop. Dead Drew Trout.
You're tuned into Music Medicine. I'm Isabel and I'm sat here in the north of the island, close to Portanax, with the incredible Mose. Hi Mose, how are you? Hi everyone, uh, happy to be here with you today. So Mose, you are touring Europe, passing through Ibiza from your homeland of Guatemala, right? I know you as a DJ, as a producer. How would you describe yourself? It depends on the context. I also consider myself a bit of a space holder and I'm really deep into the world of mysticism and retreats. And for most ecstatic dances, I'll be DJing. For other ecstatic dances, I'll be playing a live set and it's more of my producer hat. And sometimes it weaves in between the two where it's DJing tracks and also, you know, playing with loops and it being more of a live process with musicians. But all of it kind of rests on this foundation of my time that I spend in retreat, of uh, going deeper into myself, deepening my connection with spirit. Yeah, giving myself time to disconnect from external senses and really dive deeper into the inner worlds and the, the guidance that's always there with each one of us. And is that where you get most of your inspiration from by going in, working from the silence? Yeah, I would say that's the foundation, but at the same time, the external world is giving me a lot of feedback as well. And the experiences that I'm having through travel, through all of these different events that I've been exploring with different people like yourself who are, are holding these kinds of spaces contributes to my journey, my experience as an individual, and of course colors 
the inspiration that then comes through in the music along with these experiences that I have that are more internalized. In a way, it's like a co-creation with everything that's around. Yeah, with the dance itself also. Because for me, I see it as a co-creative experience. You know, this conversation between myself and everyone else who's present. And so in a way, the people are speaking and I'm listening and then responding. And it's this constant feedback loop. Mm, that's one of the things for me that it makes it really special. And a thread of your offerings is working with music as medicine. How is music medicine for you? You know, there's this term that's used a lot these days, medicine music. And I really appreciate how your show is called Music Medicine and kind of turning it upside down because I think it sort of also presents it as more of an idea that any music can be medicine. For me, the most important thing is the intention. And when I am in my creative process and I'm allowing you know, these, these musical inspirations to come through me, my intention is very much rooted in this idea of healing. And for me, healing is coming into alignment. You know, it's, it's bringing about higher states of consciousness. And like you say, the music can be all kinds of genres and BPMs. It's about going on that journey inside and allowing the music to support that as a practice. Yeah, and as opposed to maybe a regular dance floor where there's a lot of chatter and conversation and externalization, I think that with the silence on the dance floor, the music can be a vehicle to actually help bring us deeper inside. So it's a bit of a paradox, right? Because it's an external stimulus but that external stimulus, I, I really do believe, can be used to facilitate a deeper internal experience. And it's something perhaps the world needs right now. I, I would agree, yeah. I mean, I'm seeing that these kinds of events are becoming more and more common and more and more popular. So that to me is a, it's a simple, clear indicator that people are hungry for these kinds of experiences and that the intention behind these sorts of events is being received and is being felt and there's an excitement around coming together in these kinds of containers. Mm. And when you're giving so much in these spaces, what do you do to resource and support yourself? If it's really aligned, the experience itself actually really supports me. You know, I, I leave really full and nourished and high. And I'm getting that feedback from the people of appreciation. And I don't even necessarily need to have someone tell me. I can see it in people's eyes. I can see it in the way that people move. I can see it when people close their eyes and just go really deep into the music. And all of these experiences during an event, they offer me something. So I don't leave feeling depleted or like I need to do something to replenish my energy. In fact, it's generally more the case that I have to do something to like come down and ground and like calm um, because there's so much energy that that's provided from these experiences. And do you have a daily practice? I'm not very dogmatic about my practices. So I really enjoy yoga. I do some meditation, generally just a 20 minute silent meditation in the morning. I also work with my dreams, but I go through waves with all of this stuff. And when I'm home in Guatemala, I really enjoy 
swimming. That's something that really clears energy for me. It, it makes me feel really good in my body and my soul and brings about a greater sense of health and, and well-being. Yeah, that's really refreshing to hear. Thank you. There's a beautiful quote by Gabrielle Roth. Do you have the discipline to be a free spirit? And there is something to be said for being disciplined about some of our practices and, you know, the way we act and are in the world. And I really believe in like following the body and following the heart and not pushing ourselves if we, you know, don't feel like doing something. And there's spirituality there's practice in everything we do right yeah i mean to come maybe back to even like buddha there's something as simple as just take the middle path if we have too much discipline and we're too rigid with ourselves then we may actually be slowing ourselves on the path and if we're too relaxed and, and don't have any discipline again it's like there's an imbalance there so I think it's a it really it's a process of finding our own way and our own balance and I think each of us as individuals we're the only ones that actually can discern what that balance is no one else can tell us it's something that we can try of course and and there's so many incredible teachers in the world to offer us you know things that they've discovered on their own path that have worked really well for them that we can try and and see if they they work well for us but I think ultimately we have to experiment and find the balance that's appropriate for us. So true, so true. Let's listen to a track. Yeah, so this first one is my most popular track, and it's one that really exposed me to a lot of people and has set the foundation for me to move forward and expand. And this original song touched me so much that I, I had to do something with it. And I never could have imagined that it would touch so many people. So here is my edit of Danit Naturaleza. Tú, 
You're locked into Music Medicine with me, Isabel. I'm sat here with Mose. We just heard his remix of Danit's Naturaleza. I was lucky enough to sit in ceremony with Danit. Beautiful, beautiful voice, huh? And you work with ceremony quite a lot in your offerings, is that right? I work with cacao a lot. You know, it's indigenous to Guatemala where I live. I think there's something incredibly beautiful about this plant and how it works with dance, you know, because it opens the heart and allows us to connect with each other and ourselves more deeply. It provides energy and I think combined with music, it, it can be quite euphoric and, and profound while also being very grounded and can provide us a new perspective on life and provide us new lessons. But because it's not so far from our base state of consciousness, it's much easier to integrate and really bring into our daily lives. And about holding space, some of our listeners will know exactly what you mean when you say holding space. And, you know, when I first came across the term, it's like, what, what are all these people doing? Are they just cuddling air? Like, what, what is this holding space? So what is holding space to you? Because I know you hold space very well. And how do you hold space? For me, holding space really comes down to setting a container and then holding like an energetic embrace. You mentioned cuddling, you know, you're really doing whatever you can with words, with uh, music. Uh, it can be a number of things to just make people feel held in a space. For me, I do that primarily with music. However, I complement that with words as well. I like to open the space with ceremony, setting intention and just sharing some words about what are we doing here and also providing guidelines. So I pull from the, the guidelines of ecstatic dance and you know, we dance without shoes, we dance without any other substances besides cacao. We're not taking photos, we're not using our phones, we're not speaking in the space. By setting these guidelines, it provides a container for the energy to build and grow. And people, I think, can relax, can, can surrender, can be more vulnerable, and can let go of things that normally maybe we hold as protection. We hold ourselves. And when we feel held by another, I think it allows for layers to be shed and for a depth to be touched. And so that's the intention for me when I'm holding space and, and what it means to me. It's about creating this safe container, isn't it, where people can dive deep into the dance. And I guess that's what we're trying to do is connect people more fully or help them connect more fully to themselves and to each other and to the world around this beautiful earth that we're on. What was your journey with the dance? How did you come across ecstatic dance and why did you become a DJ? I started producing after I went to Burning Man in 2010. I had a really profound experience out there with, with music and also some plants. I went so deep on the dance floor one evening in particular that really I merged with the music. My ego dissolved, you know, it was total unity type experience. And after having that experience, I was super inspired to explore how I could potentially bring that about in others through music. You know, if it was possible for me, then it, it's clear to me that it's possible for others. My first ecstatic dance was in Bali at the Yoga Barn. It was just someone, you know, with a computer playing a playlist on their, their iTunes. I mean, as far as the music is concerned, it was pretty low quality. 
but the container, you know, the the space that was being held for that dance experience was very profound for me. So that really lit me up and inspired me to start to explore that. And it was soon after that I, I returned to Guatemala and there was an ecstatic dance that got started at, at the yoga forest there. And I was able to play my first ecstatic dance and, and really because the community was so new in Guatemala, I also had the opportunity to explore my own way of how to journey through an ecstatic dance experience without necessarily feeling like I had to fit into a certain sound or a certain way to approach how the music was, uh, was organized. It's interesting you reminded me about how actually how new this modern manifestation of ecstatic dance is. And of course, as humans, we've been dancing together since the beginning of time. I think when we started eating, we started dancing. <laughs> ecstatic dance is still coming through, but my hope and belief is that in the same way that yoga was something your crazy hippie friend did 15 years ago, and now there's yoga studios on pretty much every street corner, that the dance has the capacity to reach people in that way. Do you agree? Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm seeing ecstatic dance manifesting all over the world, and I'm being invited as a facilitator, as, as a DJ and producer of this kind of experience more and more to places in the world that I never thought about. You know, I never even realized that they were doing this, but they are, and the movement is strong, and it's growing, and people are really passionate we're really surfing a, a, a wave that's just beginning. You know, it's just starting to swell up and we're really at the, the frontier of a new movement. You know, it's, it's actually interesting to compare it to yoga because yoga is also movement, right? And the intention is healing, you know, that you feel better at the end. Ecstatic dance is also, in a way, guided movement, but the guidance is much less hands-on. You know, we're not telling people, move this way, now move this way. You know, it's, it's very much more about, as DJs, we're just offering something into the space in the form of music that inspires people to move in their own unique ways. So it's very free flow, yet everyone is, is still unifying to the same music. We're all in that same vibration together. However, one person is moving completely different from another person, even though they're both moving to the beat. They're both moving to the same music. So yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how it evolves. And it would be incredible to see some of these massive clubs here in Ibiza become ecstatic dance <laughs> venues also. It wouldn't surprise me. I don't know how long that's going to take, but I, I feel like that kind of experience is just a matter of time. Inshallah. For any of our listeners who maybe haven't tried ecstatic dance before, you mentioned some of the things like the healing that you get on the dance floor, the freedom to move in your own way. But that can also be a, a little bit scary to start with. So for anyone listening that hasn't tried ecstatic dance, what would you say to them to give it a go? The main aspect of this for me is judgment. You know, it's, it's really letting go of judging ourselves, judging others, and allowing ourselves to be innocent, you know, allowing ourselves to be as children. And many of the best quote-unquote dancers they're really just free. They're not technically talented necessarily, right? They're just free. 
and innocent, and they're not judging anyone else. They're not judging themselves. They're just allowing the music to move them, and they're inspired and they're happy and excited and joyful because there's no judgment. So, anyone that's interested in exploring these spaces, that would be the main thing to bring some awareness to as you come into this space. Is your own judgments? You know, when you see other people moving really crazy, do you judge them and say, "Well, oh, that's weird," or whatever? You know, like labeling it, or can you just see it as beautiful and like, "Wow, that person's really open and free and expressive." Because I really feel like judgment is is a mirror. You know, when we're judging someone else, it means that we're judging our own, ourselves in the same level, and that's limiting our own expression and and our own ability to let go and be free and have these really expansive experiences.、Mm, and that's the medicine.、Hmm? Let's listen to another track. Maybe something you drop in one of your ecstatic dance sets. Yeah, so this one is a remix of Sam Garrett, "The Dance and the Wonder." He is a really dear brother, very close friend of mine, and we've done a lot of collaboration together. And I feel like the way that we weave together is—it's really magical. It's really special. So yeah, sending a lot of love to my brother Sam Garrett. This is my remix of "The Dance and the Wonder." Estás escuchando Open Lab.
sunshine and dance in the rain You make friends into lovers and run with the wolves far away What a wonderful place An endearing endeavor we never said never Don't wait on the weather to change Be brave Never mind what they say We spent too long pretending Now the story is ending A new moon is guiding our
This is Music Medicine. We're in conversation with Mo's great track. <laughs> Do you work with a lot of instrumentalists, musicians, vocalists in your DJ sets? It's quite common for me to bring people in. I also have a pretty good collection of Native American flutes, and I'll play those in most sets. But yeah, I also love what happens when I'm weaving with with another soul, you know, because we're jamming with each other, you know, and we're feeling what's happening with each other and the people, and it adds another level of depth to that improvisation and to the tuning in of what's happening right now in this experience and creating something that's unique to what's happening at that particular event. It's also an opportunity to break down some of the walls that we have up between us and others to really open ourselves to what someone else is doing and see how we can respond to that and weave that in with what we're doing and what we're inspired to do. So yeah, it's most sets, I would say. There's someone there with me. I just recently did a set here in Ibiza with Ape Chimba, who I met just hours before we played together. You know, we showed up to the venue and did sound check, and that's when we met. But I just knew that it was going to be a beautiful experience because I had this really beautiful connection with his music, he also with mine. And so we just kind of felt like we were brothers and family before even entering into that experience. And, and yeah, it was amazing. It was incredible how we wove together in this improvisational experience. And it's really fun for me, really exciting also to travel to new places and do this with people who are living in those places because they bring a particular energy that I think is anchored in that place that I don't necessarily, I'm not necessarily tuned into. So that's been something that I've really enjoyed uh, about touring also is just exploring the, the range of experience that comes with collaborating with different people. And mixing analog and digital sounds and the more traditional medicine music with our modern day medicine music, the electronic beats, I guess, as well. I saw you do an amazing gig with uh, Kuruaka coming live on your DJ set as well at Pikes for Cosmic Pineapple. That was pretty special, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's been really beautiful to go deeper with them. You know, I did a remix of their song Tonande. So we've had a lot of correspondence online and I've, I've seen them live a couple of years ago. We were at the same event, but it was before I did that remix and before they were really familiar with what I do. And so again, you know, we just came together. They, they have an idea of what I'm doing. I know what they're doing. And I just invited them up and they just jammed with me. And I, I really think that, yeah, it's, it's something really special to be able to collaborate with other musicians as a DJ, as, as an electronic musician. And how are you finding Ibiza? Ibiza is strong. It's uh, definitely one of these vortexes around the world. And I've, I've been attracted to these vortexes ever since I discovered San Marcos in Guatemala, where I live. And Ibiza is very clearly one of these vortex points. And there's a lot of incredible people that I've met here already over the last few days. It seems there's some amazing things, amazing events happening here. And people are, are exploring how to promote this awakening process in a very unique Ibiza-style way, and that's really inspiring for me. And you're here for another week or so? Yeah, I'm going to be here for another week. After this, I, I go to Hungary. I've got a festival called Rise in Love there, so 
Obviously by the name, you can tell that there's a really nice intention behind that event. I'm really excited for that. It'll be my, my first time in Hungary and I've heard uh, really beautiful things about the people there. And after that, I head home to Guatemala. I'm going to be going into two months of personal retreat where I'm going to be working with my dreams and disconnecting from the external world and really going deep inside. And I'm sure we'll get a few great tracks from that process as well. Yeah, it's there's always a special energy around whatever comes through during those retreat processes, just because I really have the opportunity to, to drop in deep when I'm not online and there's no messages and I'm not meeting anyone it's yeah there's a certain texture that comes through in the music during that time and so for sure there'll be some new things coming after those two months let's play another of your productions now what tune would you like to play as the last tune this is my remix of boveda celeste oso blanco i actually just put out another remix of them a week ago altia noyolo this one oso blanco i I heard several years ago and I listened to it so many times and uh, you know even had experiences where I was crying with it because it just it touched me so deep. So it was such an honor to connect with them and rearrange them and put them back together in a new way with uh with my own touch in this remix. Yeah. 
another great track from the man sitting in front of me right now, DJ and producer Mose. So after the trip to Ibiza and then Hungary and then deep in retreat, what happens for you next? Well, I'm going to be hosting a retreat in Guatemala the third week of December. So this is a new concept that I'm exploring with my partner, Bruna, who also leads these contact-inspired movement classes with a lot of guidance and healing modalities woven in. And yeah, other events, of course, happening through the season. The best place to keep in touch with me is through my website, mosmusica.com. Um, that's also my, my name and social media, Instagram, Facebook, mosmusica. Wherever you are listening to this at home, I, I hope we can cross paths and share an experience at some point in the future. So lots of exciting things happening for you. How do you feel about our future collectively? I feel like the future is bright, ultimately bright. You know, of course, that's not to deny the shadow that a lot of us are experiencing right now. It's, it's been very challenging. We've had a lot of darkness and struggles. But I do really believe that this darkness, that these challenges that are arising for us as a collective and for many of us as individuals are here to support our awakening process. Sometimes the lessons that we receive aren't necessarily pleasant, but that doesn't mean that they're not coming from love. I really believe in this concept of divine justice, that there is a wisdom, an underlying wisdom, which is guiding all of us and which is providing us with the experiences that we require in order to maximize our growth and, and to maximize the awakening process. So I do believe that some of these challenges, it's it's the most efficient way actually to wake us up and to, to move us forward in the best way possible. And I do feel that there is some incredible light on the horizon that we're all bound to experience in the near future maybe move forward dancing yeah move forward dancing with love and joy and expression and of course we can do that even amongst the darkness you know with darkness all around us we can always tune in and find that joy inside oh thank you so much for joining us today mose it's been such a pleasure mm, thank you for having me isa
unites in reverse, freedom encapsulating the euphoric feeling of the world opening up again. And I just got back from the UK where it's all going off. That's all we've got time for today. I'll be back again the third Wednesday of next month with a heap of fresh cuts to keep you dancing. Until then, be well, breathe deep, love more.